Well, thank God the Dominican hitmen aren't as good as their ball players, aim-wise. Uh, because if they were, I'm guessing David Ortiz would have lost his life. It has been confirmed today that this was a contracted hit on the life of David Ortiz. I don't believe the part of the story. It seems a little more like gossip and hearsay when they go on to say this was a drug lord who was upset at David Ortiz because he was having an affair with the drug lord's wife. I don't believe that part. It seems very gossipy. But I do believe the part where they say this was contract killers out to snuff out David Ortiz, which is insane. But you think the Dominican, they got some amateur hour contract killers down there. Because they obviously didn't get the job done. And they were caught and brought to street justice. At least one of them. But the two motorcyclists, the shooter and the kid driving the motorcycle, were both caught. Hopefully they spend a long time in jail. And hopefully there are some people in that prison that will do a little more street justice. Because like Bill Burr said, it's like shooting Santa Claus. David Ortiz, you cannot scroll or swipe anywhere on social media without seeing some kind of heartwarming story where David helped a sick and dying child or helped someone ill or held a baby during the national anthem or whatnot. This guy is just an all-around American hero. And if you haven't heard his life story, it is harrowing, it's miraculous. He's just done so much, never mind for our city, but for the human race. He's a good, good dude. So if you're the type who pray, Help me continue those big prayers for Big Poppy and a speedy recovery. Hope he comes back better than ever. That he, the continuing recovering process is smooth now that he's back in Boston at least. Oh, good on the Red Sox for sending the Red Sox plane down to the Dominican to bring him back. When I saw that, I was like, all right, good on you. Good on you, Red Sox. Take care of our guy. Get him back here. But, uh, I want to not just talk about David Ortiz. I really want to talk about this straight pride parade. And we will do that on this episode of the Boston Rob Show. I am him, Boston Rob. If you're a new listener or if you have not hit subscribe yet, do it. It's like setting it and forgetting it. Your device, however you listen, it will alert you every time I upload a new episode. So hit subscribe. It takes just but a split second. And if you could share this with a friend, share the podcast on social media, you could do one even better, though. Uh, my daughter doesn't believe podcasting is a real job. She'll always ask me, hey, Dad, what are you going to do when you grow up? And I go, well, I want to be. And she'll cut me off and she'll go, oh, don't say podcaster. And I go, yeah, I want to be a podcaster. And she goes, Dad, why don't you be a police officer? Or get a real job like that. And I go, well, honey, I, I, I spent my career talking on the radio. I want, I want to do podcasting. And she rolls her eyes. But you could help me prove this little girl wrong my loved my little beloved bunny wrong if you give the the podcast a five-star rating if you're listening on itunes all you got to do is scroll to the bottom of the podcast page click all five stars and that leaves a five-star rating you could leave a review too um but that five-star rating helps the podcast get better visibility. It lets iTunes know, like, hey, people like this. Share it with more people. Right now, I believe the podcast is pretty hidden. So if you could share it or give the podcast a five-star rating, it would be huge. And I could prove my daughter wrong. Teach her that podcasting is a real thing in 2019. <laughs> so if you could do that... Uh, 
By the way, if you saw all those headlines like iTunes, Apple is getting rid of iTunes, it, it, don't don't freak out. Your music isn't going anywhere. Your podcasts aren't going anywhere. All they're doing is dividing iTunes into Apple Music, Apple uh, Podcasts, and Apple Movies. So everything you own is still going to be there. We're just going to have three different apps like we kind of do already. But I, I thought it was so funny when I started seeing all these headlines popping up. Like, what's happening to your music? Is it going to be gone? I'm like, freaking calm down, people. You think Apple could get away with that? Well, maybe. <laughs> um, so the straight pride. I want to talk about why. I, I can't tell you how many people came up to me and said, hey, straight pride in Boston. Huh? What's up with that? And I just went, it's ass hattery. Ass hattery definition of the word I made up uh, is that you wear your ass for a hat. Essentially, you got your head pretty far up your ass if you're wearing it for a hat. Um, and and not like, a, you know, a nice little top hat. I'm talking about one of those robbery ski masks. When I say ass hattery, you're wearing your ass like a robbery ski mask deep up in that. You are covered with that. So just so you know that definition before we get into the straight bride parade, ass Hattery. These guys that are putting it on, um, they picked August 31st, which if you're from Boston, you know that August 31st is moving day. It's effing moving day when all the out-of-towners, all the newbie students, the fresh fish come into town with their giant U-Haul trucks and their huge luggage suitcases and whatnot and crowd and clog our streets so you cannot get around. The city is shut down that day anyways. There are so many people moving out and moving in. You can't get in or out of the city. Working on that day, I would get out as quick as I could and make sure I had no business in the city because it's like a war zone. And at the end of moving day, it just looks like a salvage yard zombie apocalypse. People trying to get out of the city, not knowing which way is which. And suitcases, uh, old couches and futons that smell like, you know, beer and urine everywhere. And I'm not kidding. They just put couches and futons out on the curbs. Old TVs. I don't even know what else nowadays. But the city is trashed. So how appropriate that these asshats picked August 31st for their pride parade, straight pride parade. Um, these dudes, I want to talk about what I think. I think there's two, two stems of this problem that we have with these guys. I think one is that they were jealous. These White, middle-aged dudes have been sitting around and heard that Pride Month was coming up, and they were just jealous of the attention that other cultures, other orientations, other people different than them that were getting, and they couldn't stand it. <laughs> it's like a little girl inside of them, like a young little middle school-age girl who just needs the attention, who wants to tell you stuff just because they have a mouth and can talk. I think that's part of it and then the other scary part of this is that i think the straight pride part of this parade is that they're saying they're proud they're not gay uh i think these guys are so filled with hate that they terrify me people at this age who are just filled with that much rage and hate that they want to put on a spite parade just out of spite that there's a gay pride month are are these people are ruining 
our earth. They're sucking up our oxygen. They're using our good oxygen. The people like David Ortiz and others that help and love one another, these scumbag asshats that are putting on this pride parade are using the good people's oxygen. And I think that's what they're they're saying when they're saying straight pride, that they're proud they're not gay and we're going to put a parade on. Because when it comes down to it, there's no pride for them for being straight from oppression. There's no pride in coming out. They don't have a don't ask, don't tell policy to join the military. They have never had a fight for marriage equality. They have never been oppressed in that aspect. They've had those rights since the dawn of time. They've never, if they want to become part of the religious hierarchy, they don't have to fight or be questioned at all. They can do that. If they want to be like that bishop here in Boston who is who is spewing hatred and bigotry on Twitter, I wonder, man, I don't know what that dude's name is. I'd rather not even say his name. I hope he gets left somewhere far out in the desert without any water. Um, but... <laughs> But this dude, who I retweeted, you can follow me at Boston Rob R O B B. I retweeted his thing with my comment on what I thought he he was. Um, he was basically just taking a shot at Pride Month and anybody in the gay community. And I couldn't help but think, if wondering if this bishop had ever even opened a Bible or read anything Jesus had said, because if you know anything about Jesus, the red writing in the Bible is Jesus is speaking, and Jesus said. You know, those who have not sinned, who do not have a sin, you can cast the first stone. And all Jesus heard was rocks dropping because no one was going to throw a rock because they all realized they were sinners. I wonder if the, the, the bishop had ever read that in the Bible or read anything like, love your neighbor. Well, if he's a bishop in Boston, the gay community is his neighbor. He should be loving them. And if he doesn't agree with that, then what about when Jesus said, love your enemy? Give your enemy whatever they want, whatever they ask for, and just show them love. That's my way. And it will be like pouring hot coals over them. The bishop can't ignore that unless maybe he just doesn't know anything that Jesus said. Because that's the only way this makes sense. Because this bishop was just the antithesis of Jesus. He was the anti-Jesus. I don't want to call him anti-Christ, but you get what I'm saying? He was just the opposite in his, in his vitriol on Twitter. Now, I, I, I don't want to get into too much what I think the Catholic Church is, but I just will give you my thoughts. This Catholic bishop and the Church of Catholicism are essentially just the Roman Empire. It's the New Age Roman Empire. The, the Romans realized they couldn't snuff out Jesus' story, and they joined him. Not so much to say they believed in his message, including nowadays. That's why you got a bishop spewing hatred online. Because I go, where is this bishop? Why is he not washing someone's feet or being a servant? Jesus said, be a servant. You want to be like me? Be a servant. Give up everything. That's why the bishops and the priests and the nuns have nothing. That's why they give up everything. Because they're trying to follow Jesus' footsteps. But why aren't they serving the community? Why are they spewing hatred? Oh, I, I don't want to get off into this. But I do just want to say that Catholicism is just the Roman Empire disguised as people who believe in Jesus. Watch their actions, folks. I'm not saying not all of them will act like Jesus, but this dude definitely wasn't. Um, and bringing it all back around, my point on this was if these straight pride event organizers wanted to become a bishop, a hate-filled bishop, they could. No problem. 
So the proudness in their straight pride parade definitely does not come from being oppressed. So where does it come from? Well, that's why I say I think it's just they're saying they're proud they're not gay and they want somebody to recognize that. Well, here's what I found, can we call it ironic, about these so-called straight pride guys. Well, when you do a little research and you look at them online, and there have been articles, my hipster news sources like uh, Axios and what is it, Vice, and I, I forget all the names of the websites, forgive me, but these hipster news places all wrote articles saying the founders and organizers of this straight pride parade might concern you more than you think. And they went in depth on these people. And a lot of them have time ties to, I don't know if you call it white nationalists, far right extremists. I just simply think they're all neo-Nazis. They're just new Nazis, which ironically, the timing of all this story, all this news coming out, was right around the 75th anniversary of D-Day. Which more irony, that here in America was celebrating beating the Nazis and storming the beaches of Normandy. And here we are also having to put up with new Nazis wanting to have a straight pride parade in our city. Oh, ass hattery, folks. But these dudes... I don't even believe qualify to have a straight pride parade because when you watch videos of them on YouTube or the docu-series on Vice about these guys that have ties to these neo-Nazi white supremacist tiki torch groups, you start to see and realize that there's no women in the photos. None of them are wearing wedding bands. And when you Google their name with wife or girlfriend or significant other following it, Nothing comes up. It seems like a lot of these guys are middle-aged, white, single men. Now, single pride parade? Maybe a thing. Maybe they should look into that. Straight pride? I'm calling suspect on these guys. None of them married, none of them girlfriends. How do we know that they're straight? You suspect, fellas. More importantly, these this group of middle-aged white men came together collectively and said, we will have Brad Pitt as our mascot. They put him up on their website. He had a threat and legal action to be taken down, but it is just incredible that these dudes didn't pick Jen Aniston, Angelina Jolie. No, they got together and agreed on Brad Pitt, which no doubt I say he's the most attractive man in the world, isn't he? Hasn't he won that most beautiful person of the year, 14 years running with People Magazine? Okay, but these guys, little suspect picking Brad Pitt maybe they are just jealous of the pride parade maybe they want to join they just don't have uh, the the courage to ask so they definitely don't qualify right now I wonder what would a straight pride parade look like ironically I would imagine there are going to be confederate flags and I would imagine it's going to be a bunch of F-150 Ford trucks all driving in a row, Confederate flags off the back, Axe body spray polluting the air, and maybe a construction boot float. I don't know. But whatever it looks like, it is going to be ass hattery. And they picked that Milo Snuffleupagus, the gay man who is one of the faces of the far right, 
And I just think his little mole head pops up anytime something's trending. So he can just be a part of it and be in the, in the spotlight for another couple minutes. But they chose him as the Grand Marshal. Which, again, all of this doesn't seem to align with what they're hoping to be. It just seems like some far-right white supremacist asshat-ish. But the worst part of all this is the stuff that's not being talked about. That is the fact that most of these guys, not the not the Milo Snuffleupagus, I bet he gets some action, but most of these other guys are incels. I-N-C-E-L. I've done a podcast on them, and I've been studying or reading more and more about this online subculture, weird outcast of a community, more and more. They've been banned from Reddit. They're really not liked anywhere, including them themselves. These guys that proclaim silently and not proudly to be an incel hate themselves. But more important, they hate the world. They hate specifically women Hence their title, incel, which stands for involuntary celibate. Not voluntary, but they believe that they are involuntary, not by choice celibate. They blame women for them not getting any action. Well, (laughs) when you're planning something like a straight pride parade, fellas, I can understand why women want nothing to do with you. So in that part, you might be voluntary celibate. But these dudes, these incels, are the plague of America. Plague of the world, really. A lot of these hate crimes and different uh, mass shootings can actually be tied to this online sub-dark, dark culture. And it's frightening that it's not getting more attention. I want to talk about the incels that are putting on or trying to put on the straight pride parade in Boston and what exactly defines an incel. And I'll do that next. So, the group that's actually named, I can't believe this is real life, Super Happy Fun America is trying to throw a straight pride parade. Now, I don't know about you, but as soon as I heard the title of their Facebook group or whatever organization this is, Super Super Happy Fun America, I immediately thought, pat these fellas down, they're probably terrorists. Doesn't that seem like... Any group with a name like that, a name that obvious is usually the opposite. Seems like they're trying to infiltrate something with that super happy fun America name. I could just guarantee most of these guys in that group are not super happy or fun. But when they have ties to things like the New Hampshire American Guard and the Patriotic Front, all of which are just named so improperly because that New Hampshire guard is not guarding American values and the patriotic front is definitely not patriotic. But there's also an irony that is not lost on me about these guys trying to have a parade. Now, parades are fine for kids at Disney twice a day, the drunks at Mardi Gras, even on certain holidays. I get it. Which a lot of people made the joke, well, I thought Straight Pride Parade was St. Patty's Day Parade. And yes, for a long time, they didn't allow the gay community. We hope that time period is over. But for a bunch of guys to try to say how proud they are about being straight and holding a parade also seems a little suspect. For me, I always thought parades were like Broadway on the street. 
There's music, singing, costume changes, dancing, floats, flamboyancy. It just seemed fitting for the gay community during their month of celebration to also have a parade. Not for guys trying to pr proclaim how straight they are. A little suspect, fellas, that you want to have a parade. Just saying as one straight guy that I don't think if you invited me or tried to get me to organize, I would do or go to a parade. Not saying that they're not for some people and that some people don't enjoy them. Just when you think of people that are straight doing something that they're proud of, I don't think parade. I think a cookout, waiting in line at Costco. I don't know. Something like that, but not a parade. Now, I promised I'd tell you about these incels. That's what I think all of these guys are, except for Milo Snuffleupagus, whatever that dude's name is. Now, incels are an online subculture, straight, mostly white, mostly middle-aged, single men. These are guys that say they are unable to find a romantic sexual partner despite desiring one. Now, I hold issue with them saying unable, because I wonder if these guys have even tried Letting them all know, finding a suitable partner or a mate or a woman is hard work and not the kind of hard work that goes into planning a parade. I'm talking about like really working on yourself and on your character to find a suitable mate. I'm guessing these dudes have spent too much time in parents' basements to be able to get along with real people outside in the real world. That's how this seems to me, at least. And this incel community, their misogynistic ways has them blaming women for their lack of sexual encounters. Essentially, they believe that women are at fault for not finding them likable. You hear that? Is that unbelievable? <laughs> the guys that are planning a straight pride parade that have ties to white supremacist groups that are the new Nazis, you know, the old enemies of World War II reborn, these guys blame women for not liking them. I despise them. I don't see how any woman could like them. But that's their thought process. When you don't get out too much and you find sub sub subreddits and online chats where other people, the same as you, are complaining about the same things, your world becomes very closed off and very, very small. But these dudes online have even discussed government-sanctioned girlfriends and wives. Isn't that unbelievable? They're talking, essentially, arranged marriages, but through the government. Now, for people that so-called belong to these so-called patriotic fronts and American guards, you would think they would be against arranged marriages. But in the world of the incel, the only way to find a mate to get laid is via the government. It's a sad, sad world. Now do you see why they're so hate-filled? When they despise themselves so much, it's so easy for them to retaliate against the outside world. Well, I don't know if the news will cover more of this, and I really hope it would be so awesome if Vice could get in bed, the only thing getting in bed, with one of these guys, and just find out more about them. I don't want to talk about their real names. I do want to say that one of these guys planning this event ran for the 5th fifth, 5th fifth District congress congressional uh congress position congress seat here in massachusetts he lost 
I'll probably tell you he, he got a quarter of the votes, but that's just saying very nicely that he horribly lost by 75%. But he did run, and it's shocking that he even got a quarter of the votes. And this guy, some of his platforms were transitioning from a war on drugs to a war on addiction, which is frightening because we don't have a war on cancer. We don't really go to war with things that we need to rehab or help cure people or just uh, aid people or not aid, but you know, <laughs> just help people with. And this guy wanted to go to a war with addiction. And this guy, his, his, his diss on his opponent was that she wasn't born in Massachusetts. This guy's definitely a townie. He takes pride in the fact that he was born and lives and will probably die all in the same town. That's what a townie is. They live and have a family and have only stayed for generations in the same town. He's so proud of that that he said the, the Congress lady that won the seat running against him wasn't qualified because she was born in Connecticut. Shows you what a small-minded person that is to think that because of where you're born, something you have absolutely no control over is detrimental to you. But these dudes, if you notice closely next time you're reading a story about this or they put pictures up of these guys, these, mm, I don't know, straight pride paraders, Straight Pride Paraders, I don't know, I wish there was a... I've got to think of a better nickname for these guys. But these Straight Pride Paraders, next time you see a photo, next time you see them in the news, check the ring finger. See if, how many women are around them. Usually not much. And unfortunately, that is the cause <laughs> and end issue to all of this. That they want to be proud of how straight they are, although they have no proof of that. And they blame women for that issue. So these incels, I don't think we've heard the last of them. And they are frightening. Because when you think about it, it's like Game of Thrones. Almost everything in Game of Thrones, everyone who was killed, every plot, every battle, when it involved a male, was done via the love of a woman or the envy or the lust. It was all done to satisfy sexual urges. Game of Thrones was littered with sex everywhere. So when you think about it from that angle, like what can happen when a man wants a woman so bad, and then when he's never had it and never will, and maybe later to middle age to realizing that his life will end, him sharing a bed with nobody for the rest of his life, imagine the anger and the hate that comes out of that. Well, that's what these incels are. These straight pride paraders. That's all they are. They're so-called involuntary celibate. But I think they're more voluntary celibate. Just because of the way they act. The things they do. That would volunteer you to be celibate. Hopefully, this straight pride parade putters out like some of the other events that this... Uh, one lead organizer has taken part of because I got a feeling it's just going to turn into one of these neo-Nazi Tiki Torch events, which I don't want here in Boston. If you want to do that, go back to Germany or go south of the Mason-Dixon or back to 1950 whenever that ish was popular. But this day and age, after this many wars that we've fought to snuff out these enemies, these white supremacist 
misogynistic, whatever enemy. I don't think our our modern day in this city, my effing city, has any room for it. So hopefully that's the last of this and it just fizzles out. One thing we can be for sure is there won't be too many women there. <laughs> All right. This was the Boston Rob show. I am Boston Rob. If you could take a moment, because I'm ending the podcast, scroll all the way down to the podcast page, click five stars. It would even be even awesomer, more awesome. Is it awesomer or more awesome? I like awesomer. Wicked awesome, kid. It would even be awesome-er, even though I think it is more awesome, if you shared this with a friend, told somebody about it, shared it on social media, retweeted it, whatever. Help me get the word out. Help me prove my kids wrong. Teach them that I can podcast and do it for a living. All right. Thank you so much. As we always end the podcast, much love, spread love. Peace.